are kindly sponsored by Sliderstock. They are a bespoke auction and e-commerce platform. So if you guys need them, hit them up at www.sliderstock.com. Today we've got Michaela from Posh Paws in Harrogate. Um, so she's been in the pet industry for a long time, haven't you, Michaela? Yeah, far too long. <laughs> but um, I'm not that old, though. <laughs> no, not not too old. Um, tell us a bit about you and your lovely pet shop. Okay, well, for starters, thank you for inviting me. Um, obviously, I'm in business with my brother, my older brother. He's missing out, but he's serving all our lovely customers. Um, yeah, you I've, couldn't leave them without no. anyone in the shop, could you? <laughs> no. Although Rocco's there, that'd be fine. Yeah. Um, listen to your first podcast with Kim, great podcast, and congratulations on launching House of Hass. Oh, thank you. So I hope that goes well for you. Um, so our family's been in the pet trade since the 60s, uh, and we've just grown up in the pet trade all those years. We took over Posh Pods about nine years ago, and it, it's really strange because throughout time, we've seen so many growing trends, and like nowadays, there's all the fad of the natural chews and everything. Well, that was like that like years ago, but no one really wanted it. It was like the, the byproducts, yeah, the off can, pieces. And which it is stuff. really, yeah, isn't it, yeah. when you think about it? So, so it's weird that it's come back round. Yeah. Stuff like food. So we, when we were growing up, this makes us sound really old, it was all about like the muesli type foods. Um, whereas now it's all focused on nutritious diets, the well-being of pets. So it's it's, it's nice. Changes it's a bit more natural. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so so what makes you guys different from everyone else? Because I certainly think you've got an edge on other people. Um, but yeah, you you tell us what makes you different. So I think maybe because we've had a lot of years in the pet trade and it's just home from home. It's it's everything we've known. Um, and our, well, Ben's always telling me I've spending, but our never-ending range of products, toys, just constantly researching it's new all stuff cha- on the market. It changes so much, doesn't it? Constantly. You literally, you listen to your customers a lot, don't yeah. you, I think. <laughs> and I'm like, Michaela, can I get this in, please? I really like it. <laughs> and then that's when Ben's like, why do we no. need it? <laughs> Luckily, I don't pay the bills anyway. But yeah, so we we tend to focus on ourselves being like an advisory store and we've got a medical license where we're classed as CSQPs where we've taken exams and every year we have to update our CPD points and go to lectures with vets and things. So they're really interesting. Oh, I never, I, I never even knew that. So that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So it's basically, it's it's quite straightforward, um, but it just gives us another edge yeah. on obviously rather than just being like a normal pet shop. So it's it's just classing us as a what they call a professionally qualified person, um, which means we're entitled to supply certain veterinary medicinal products oh, for cool. companion animals only. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Well, I do always come to you with numerous problems and <laughs> things and I'm like can you help me and I love so, all the dietary stuff as well the dietary stuff yeah, is fun yeah Ben likes worms and big grosser guy things but. yeah <laughs> I'll stick with your diet as well um so coming on to diet um you stop you've got obviously a massive range of food in the store yeah um and I know it varies quite a lot doesn't it so you've got 
a lot of kibble, but you've also got a lot of raw choice as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what's the difference for, for our listeners? What's the difference between a kibble diet and a raw diet? Okay, so in the shop, obviously we try and tailor to so many different um, needs of what people want for their dogs, price brackets, quality brackets. Obviously we, we do try and stick to the higher end of stuff. So in the shop we have a full wall which is just biscuits which is obviously what you call kibble yeah and we have a grain-free section which literally just means it's meat and veg and our main one is like the akana and then we do um one brand which is called grain-free and we just like to stick and we do a couple of others but we do like to stick to sort of your higher quality ones yeah a lot of people do talk about like high meat diets and grain free mm-hmm. or yeah, even heard a lot of that. even in the news actually. Yeah. You know, that it's always popping up with, about different high research. meat content and yeah. yeah, different research that's been done and yeah. And it's always all about the quality of the meat. Like for example, if Poundland ever did meat then obviously you know that's not very natural as opposed to say I don't know Waitrose organic meat yeah yeah so if you compare the two oh so it's the same in dog food effectively definitely yeah so it's how the body breaks that down Mm. and it's whether that's that meat is put into so you want good quality meat that's put into a biscuit and if you think of it as a cake mixture so you've got your meat added in there you've got your veg you've got all of the bits, then it's cooked at a certain temperature to lock in the nutrients. Mm -hmm. And that is your biscuit diet, and that is mainly your healthier diets. Then your raw diet, not to sound too grim, but basically you have the raw meat, you have the veg. This is in uh, one of the brands that we stock, which I think you feed your dogs as well, which is Nutrient. Nutrient, yeah. Um, And basically they mince it all up, and then that's it. Freeze blast it bacteria tested everything it's all a complete diet so it couldn't really be simpler could it no and then if you think that process is so simple and so fresh and raw that then when the body consumes that breaks it down it consumes it really well and then that's where you get smaller stools you get loads of health benefits with it but obviously me and ben are both fans of akana and raw ben predominantly feeds akana just because he's got children it's the easiness of it yeah. yeah whereas i feed the raw but yeah, they're both great, really. But it, it just is all depends about quality. quality. Yeah, because yeah. you can say, "Oh, I feed this raw diet," but it could be something like a smart price raw diet, and then the body's still struggling to break that down. Yeah, because it's not not quite so no. simple and straightforward. That's really interesting because we on Instagram we get a lot of questions about raw feeding, and I think it's it is it's definitely becoming more popular. You'll yes. be able to clarify that, but I think. From what we've seen, it's becoming more popular. Um, and I think people are just educating themselves a oh, bit more, definitely. aren't they? But you guys do that in store every day. You, yeah. You'll be talking through it with people. And, and we're constantly trying different brands and seeing how people take them. And we because we do focus on um, having a lot of customers that have got dogs with so many allergies yeah. behavior problems skin stomach we tend to see what works on a daily basis with a lot of people but the nutriment we're just constantly expanding so now we've, we went from one freezer we've tried some other brands they didn't quite work and weren't as successful so we always listen to our customers to what brands we're going to stop yeah and we've ended up now with four freezers of nutriment so because it's just uh, yeah, it's a just winner. taking over our shop, really. <laughs> but I'm the, not complaining. No. And the good things with it as well, it's got all like the superfoods and things in as well. So it's it's got a butternut squash, kale, so um, well Scottish salmon yeah. oil put in, everything. 
you so, can't go wrong really can no you? exactly and just think how natural that is and how the body's breaking it down but obviously then on the other hand we're still a very big fan of Akana but it's there's it's different, so many out yeah. there and I was going to say it, it's people a, a lot of people on Instagram that I've seen as well if they don't feed raw it's for a reason you oh, know yeah. either they're vegetarian and they don't feel mm. comfortable with it they've got kids and it's then just not quite sure whether it's right or not or if you've got the time to be cutting it up yeah, it. yeah. traveling if they travel yeah. a lot you know there's so many different reasons kind of for and against it it's just personal preference but you guys offer kind of like you were saying all different varieties of everything don't you so yeah. you've got something for everyone yeah. um so we know that we bring the squad into your shop, but you also have lots of other Dachshund customers, don't you? We do. <laughs> um, so what do you think the favourite product amongst Dachshunds is in the shop? Okay, so one of our favourites um, for many of the breeds as well as Dachshunds um, is Licky Mats. So I first saw the Licky Mats before they were launched in the UK ages ago. So I put myself onto a waiting list and we were one of the first people in the country to stock the Licky Mats. That's which cool. I was just going mad about it for ages. I think yeah. Ben was sick about <laughs> going all about it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, they're fab. and But they're good for anything for, you know... Um, if they're coming into a new home or if you're going out or if you're trying to train them, if you're trying to watch a bit of TV, be calm with them, you know, they are just good. The only thing is, like with anything, once they've eaten the food off the top of it, you have to be careful they don't then eat the Take them out. away. Obviously, yeah. like, you know, they're strong chewers. Yeah. Yes, we've we've had a few nibbles on our licky mats. <laughs> um, so licky mats, number one. Yeah. So what, what do you suggest people to put on those? Because I always struggle for ideas. Yeah. Um, so there's quite a lot of options. So it's amazing hearing so many customers come up with so many random things. Obviously, I sometimes, from a dietary point of view, think, oh, that could be a little bit fatty. Or, okay, yeah. try that with your dog. Um, obviously they all have to be dog safe things but things you can buy in our shop and other pet shops is there's the peanut butter for dogs yeah um, there's liver pate there's chop up pate um, you can I'm a fan of natural Greek yoghurt but it has to have no rubbish in no sugar anything just 100% natural 100% natural yoghurt and again it has to be if your dog is okay with it so I literally just spatula mine on yeah. throw it in the freezer and then it's like an ice cream for them oh that's cool so I guess it takes them a bit longer a as lot well. longer yeah oh, that's really good idea I'll have to try that so it just takes them longer and also it's, it distracts them because I do get some people who come in and say oh they've licked it off in five seconds but that's just because you're not freezing it you need to freeze it just slow it down a bit that's really yeah. cool because we often just put our, their food on it oh yeah, um, yeah and and that works really well mm. but i'll definitely try some natural yogurt so in terms of just going back to the food there again um which is what how do you go about choosing the best food for for dachshunds where would you begin what's the kind of so we always say to people, if you're looking at foods or if people come to us and say, right, I feed this, is it a good brand? Yeah. We like to encourage our customers to look at things themselves so that it's not a biased view from us. So we always say, you know, look at the first ingredient in the bag of food. Yeah. Because that's often the majority of what's in it. Um, if there's something you can't understand that sounds a bit um, technical or something, it might not be the most nutritious for your dog. 
We also like the fact that if you get something with less ingredients in as well, just clear, clear sort of understanding ingredients that are nice and straightforward less ingredients are better because if you've got loads of ingredients and you have a dog that's slightly sensitive it's, it's really tricky yeah. to then ah that's a good way of thinking about yeah. it, isn't it yeah so less ingredients look at the first ingredient of the bag so for example if the first ingredient is maize it mm, may be not not that nutritious yeah. really you want to be focusing on stuff that's that is higher meat or if, if higher meat doesn't always work for your dog just make sure that it is like fresh chicken Vegetables, or yeah, yeah just a nice balanced diet really okay cool that's really i'm sure that'll help a lot of people because it it can be tricky to know where to start i think yeah and you've just got to focus on things because you need to look at the more natural the food is, the the better the body will absorb it, which means you have positive effects on the behaviour, positive effects on the skin, stomach. It really makes a difference. And if you talk to trainers like Kim from Poochers Galore, she will definitely tell you that, you know, better foods are better for the dog in general. And not just... And I find the behaviour thing really oh, interesting. Gotcha. How much it can impact the behaviour. Calm them anything. Yeah. That's really interesting. And also nice sort of solid stools. A lot of people laugh when they come and say, oh, can I come and talk to you about my dog's stools? And yes, it's pretty gross, but to be honest, we talk about it on a daily basis. Yes, it doesn't even face you anymore, anymore, does it? Photos are a little bit too far, but... <laughs> yeah, no, we, can, we like talking about things like that. So basically, you need to aim for nice, solid firm kickable stools and they need to be firm throughout the day because I do get some people that say oh it starts firm but it just gets a bit looser later on but you know it's fine so I guess that's a sign that it's something to do yes, with their food definitely something in the diet is not quite right often people jump straight away to thinking it's the diet um, as in the food that they eat daily but it's it's not often that sometimes it can be little treats that have got mm. hidden ingredients or you know if someone's picked up a cheap bag of something it can have animal derivatives and will actually what is that what are you putting into your dog's stomach yeah no that's really helpful um and i'm sure a lot of people will go away kind of maybe have a check of the food yeah, that they're feeding. And that's what you want at the end of the day because you know you might have been given that food by a breeder and and it's always been fine so yeah. to speak but then if you actually just have a look at it and it's like, ooh, and maybe that's not the, the best. Yeah, maybe you, that's not quite... Yeah, if you can't understand something, Google what the ingredient is. You know, have a look into it. If, if it's not as plain and simple as what it should be, then, yeah, just maybe rethink it. And even just go for a trial of something that sounds a bit more natural with less ingredients. See if there's a difference in your dog's behaviour for a month. It's definitely worth a try. Yeah, fab. Um... So I wanted to move on to a bit bit more toys and things like this because, as you can see, we're sat here and there's toys scattered all over yeah. my floor. Actually, all of them are from your shop. So, <laughs> so that's good advertising. Um, so sausage dogs are pretty big chewers. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly, this, it's only really Ivy and Apple of mine that chew, but I know, generally speaking, they are. Um, so what are the best kind of chew toys that you you've got in your shop so um in fact i think one of our top ones is one that you have anyway so it's the concord toys and we like those because they're really solid and they've got different multi-texture layers as well and the good thing about them they've got like um uh, some writing or bumping on the outside of it and that's really good to sort of scrape against the teeth to help keep the clean teeth so that's important See, i think that's a really good point that you've just made is that allowing them to chew toys the 
the correct ones obviously yes. you'll know more about those than me but allowing them to chew the correct toys is actually really good for their teeth it's not just a kind of satisfying thing for them it's actually a benefit to them as well isn't it yeah and mentally stimulates them as well you've got to think as well like it's quite a boring day that they get to see us and everything and like kim pooch galore will expand on that more in terms of behavior wise but definitely having a chew on something the, the thing that sometimes you've got to be careful with is a lot of people pick up toys and things like that and say oh my dog's destroyed it in 10 minutes and things they're often just interactive play toys um you do need like the concord you know something a bit more specific that they can have a good bit of a chew up, but yeah. the concords are great because they've got loads of different layers on the inside of it. So if they get through a layer, they've got another layer. They're, they're they really do. Tough. Ours have lasted, and to say they last in our house is quite something. <laughs> and actually, only one corner of that is nibbled, and I bought that ages ago. It didn't was ages I? ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, with the the wood chews as well, we really the like olive those. Wood chews, yeah. yeah, they're fab. Yeah. Um, they seem to have lasted ages. So people find those a bit weird because the. People are like, well, it's just a piece of wood. You just get a piece of wood outside. But it's it's totally different. It's dog-friendly wood. So if you're after something... If your dog likes wood, likes chewing branches and stuff, obviously do not let them chew branches because they splinter. And a friend of mine that's a vet nurse is always like, oh, my God, no branches. I've seen so many in surgery. Oh, where God, I can imagine. Oh, horrendous. Yeah. So just make sure. If you want to give them a piece of wood, it has to be a dog-friendly wood, like an olive wood chew from a pet shop. They can have a really good chew with them. Um, but, yeah, they're much, much safer. With everything, you always have to be careful that... You know, they don't swallow pieces and you yeah. always have to supervise them. So that's a big top tip because a lot of people think, great, leave just you with leave that. Just leave them, yeah. But you always have to be careful, that's all. Yeah. Well, we originally bought that. That's how old that olive chew is. So we originally bought that for Apple because she chewed a bit of our skirting board. <laughs> um, only a tiny bit, but I nipped it in the bud, bought the olive wood chew never had anything since so i think it's like a it's almost like a bit of a craving for them isn't it yeah Yeah. um so i can vouch for both of those top toys because we've got them both and the textures as well different materials textures everything Mm. important really good so more on toys you do have loads don't you yeah it's a bit ridiculous yeah it's quite good i go in and feel there i'm like oh which one shall i choose today um and even for the litter of puppies, I've managed to find loads of perfect toys because obviously they love chewing at the moment <laughs> with their little needle teeth. Um, so, but all of those, I think it's really important. I heard something, you'll be able to correct me, um, the other day, which was quite worrying. So I was watching, I think, I can't remember what it was. It was a programme about Amazon and the, the amount of dog toys on there that were illegitimate and actually quite dangerous for your dogs. No. Yeah. Um, and it was on about children's toys as well. So to have you on our doorstep who have all safe toys, you can advise on them correctly. Yeah. It's just proves that you shouldn't always jump to Amazon and just buy the cheapest, and buy the cheapest nicest quickest, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so that worried me. I mean, we don't really buy m- much of, for the dogs off Amazon, to be fair, but it just shows that that shouldn't always be your first port of call. Come and speak to you. Yeah. Have a good chat through. You'll be able to actually advise correctly rather than... Yeah, we've got loads of different sections. So we've got, like, the puppy teething section. We've got a soft toy section. We've got, like, your interactive play section with your Kong and your canine connectables. We've got uh, balls. 
we've got your rope toys, there's, there's all sorts, and often someone will come in, this is probably where I'm a bit annoying, <laughs> and my brother as well, to customers, someone will come in and say, right, I want my dog to um, learn to do this, so this is what I want, and often, and it's the same with a lot of stuff in the shop, and this is why we class ourselves as, as an advisory store, we often go, actually, don't go for that, let's try something else instead, and they always come back and go, that was a good Thank idea. Thank you for doing it, yeah, yeah. and I th- that is my point, like, especially now more than ever support local businesses Mm. you know that's brilliant but actually it can benefit the customer massively from just coming to have a chat you know that's how we always used to do it so and you've said to me a few times you know "Mm, that's maybe not quite right why don't you try this and and like you've just said I've always been like oh why didn't I think of that that's great so yeah that's that's a good it's good to know that you're kind of there and happy to help. Um, in terms of treats and chews, yeah, <laughs> my favourite. <laughs> Tell us about those because we, those of us who have maybe been in your store, will see the nice big selection of natural treats. Um, That's never ending. Yeah, literally goes on forever. Um, what have you got? You've got loads. I haven't oh, even so gone through them all. My customers, some of my customers keep joking, saying you need um, like a dinosaur thing hanging from the ceiling where you have a <laughs> piece of a body part everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, we have pretty much everything. Uh, oh my God, there's too many. What's your bestseller? Oh, okay. Bestsellers are deer legs. So I, I really like the yeah. deer legs. And often a lot of people are like, oh, right, I don't really want that. But when you look at the deer leg, and I show people the deer leg and explain it, they are put off. But I'm always like, try it, try it, please try it. And they do come back again, again, and afterwards. But I don't know if you've noticed. So obviously they're really gross to start with, a bit sticky, and they've got the knuckle mm. on. And, but once they've stripped them down, it is just like the plain white bone. Yeah. So they're so much cleaner and longer lasting. And they, yeah, they take... Well, your dog, Rocco, will take far less time than mine. No, he's pathetic, he? honestly. He's useless. <laughs> oh, he's just it. savage. But um, they, it literally lasts these guys ages, forever. That's good. So they are, again, I can vouch for those. They're great. And what about... A lot of people say um, that Dachshunds are quite tricky to train, which... <laughs> well, they're not. If you find their kind of tick point, yes, almost, yeah, yeah, then I think that they're like they're really clever, really intelligent. We were talking about this actually with Pooches Galore, and we were saying, you know, they're really clever once you find their thing. So I tried something from you guys maybe two months ago, um, and it is the JR pate oh yes yeah the jr pate is fab so you can chop it up you can portion it all sorts so that was launched a while back now and we got it in and i remember actually showing it to kim and being like this is a bit weird it's almost like a bouncy ball you can throw it at a wall and it bounce is, everywhere. It, yeah <laughs> but yeah it's cool and uh they showed a video of them i'm sure when they first launched it like trying to spread it onto some toast or something which was just a bit too far but um yeah dogs love it but in terms of training I always feel like some people say oh I've tried that for ages for my dog right what else do I need and you've got to change it up yeah. but don't change it too much make them work for the next xyz yeah. yeah 
because we used to use we still do actually use it but just not for because we're doing a lot of training with apple on a, kind of on lead walks and stuff and we used to use the arden grange pate yeah. which is incredible so we, there's always a power thing with those yeah. two i find with the liver pate and then the chocolate pate is it some people find one better than the other and then they swap back and forth. Yeah, that's I, I keep finding myself back switching it up, yeah. Um, I think Apple gets a bit fed up of the same thing and she's like, turns a, not turns a nose up at it, but doesn't work hard enough for it. Yeah. So then we just swap it. We've always got both in, but um, that's another favourite of ours. Is that one of your kind yeah, of... Yeah, definitely, yeah. top ones. And just high reward training treats, really. Again, same as the food, you need to look at the ingredients. Don't fall for sort of the cheaper bags because um, they can be full of salt and sugar and things. Again, we want less ingredients, nice and simple, easy to understand. And they're your higher meat ones. Oh, so it's the same principle yeah, yeah. that applies to treats as well, then? Yeah. Same with natural chews as well. Because if you've got, again, sorry to go on about the dietary thing again, you can, there's lots of dogs nowadays that have got intolerances. And if you're feeding treats that have got loads of things in and have gone through a load of process, that can sometimes be where the problem is. Yeah, so without it's even food. thinking. Because yeah. you instantly look at the food that you're giving them, don't you? If, yeah. if an issue arises. But actually, well... I'll take Apple for an example. Considering the amount of treats that she gets, even just on a walk, it could actually have such a big impact on. Of course, yeah, yeah. Without even. Or even, I had one dog in that's intolerant to pea protein, so I know that's more natural oh, and it's wow. not like animal derivatives or anything. But there can be such tiny ingredients yeah, that that, they're, that they just don't doesn't agree yeah. with them. So if you're constantly hitting a brick wall and you've tried the cleaner foods with not a lot in. You're hitting a big well, go get an allergy test. Yeah. Because I do get a lot of people who come in and go, right, that's my allergy test. Can you find me a food? And I'm like, yep, fine, leave no it problem. with me. Yeah. That's a really good idea. And it, it never... changes people's lives. Yeah. So that's really important. Yeah, really good advice. Yeah. Um, and in terms of uh, puppy training, because obviously we've all seen the amount of puppies that are walking the streets yes. at the moment. Um it, it's hard with puppies, I find anyway, because they're so tiny, especially with ours. They're so tiny, they need really small treats that you can quickly give them, they can quickly eat, and you can move yeah. on to the next thing and again and again and again. What's your kind of recommendation for puppy training with, with treats? So, again, the pate stuff or the liver pate, um, often they're sort of a higher reward. So just start with something nice and tiny. So we've got some little lamb ones that are 100% lamb. We've got some duck ones that are 100% duck again. Um, we do have some which are like an 80% poultry, which is chicken, turkey and duck treat. And the other 20% is uh, sweet potato. Um, same with the fish ones as well. There's fish in the 80% treats. So they're important. You just want nice and small, quick reward treat. Yeah. And again, look at the ingredients. Are they in those big bags that I've seen? Clear yeah, bags, yeah. Yeah, we've used some of those as yeah. well. They're just literally called 80%. Yeah. So, just to sum everything up, we want to hear your top five recommended products for Dachshunds. Okay, so 
me and Ben always have a good discussion about this and we're, we're like Siamese twins. We always think exactly the same and almost end up finishing each other's sentences. That's how weird we are as a brother and sister. Can, well, you do spend every day every with Every day each with each other, yeah. <laughs> Don't know if I could do that with my brother. I hope you're not listening. <laughs> so we were discussing this today. Um, anyway, we've both agreed that uh, licking mats for obvious reasons, yeah. soothing, settling, everything... The canine connectables, I've not talked about the canine connectables, so they're really cool. So um, they can go in the dishwasher, you can put them in ball throwers. It's, to me, the way I explain it to people is it's like Lego in a way. There's three pieces, well, the starter kit is three pieces, and you put it together a bit like a jigsaw almost. You put treats in it, you can put paste in it. Um, all sorts that they're really interactive but you can you've got different levels so you can fasten it together just ever so slightly and that's for your dogs that are just trying to figure it out or your really smart ones you push it like three levels down to make it really hard and the the concept of that is they break it apart to find more treats so so it's really getting them to work for it it's a really good enrichment toy that one and i guess that referring back to last week's podcast it will tire them out as well, won't it? Oh, that? Gotcha, as well yeah. as stimulating the brain to think a bit more mm. to get the food instead of just kind of throwing them a treat, which is absolutely fine, yeah. but just for a bit of variety. Because a lot of people find they just think, well, to tire my dog out, I'll just walk it, walk it, and walk it. No, no, definitely not. You need to have a combination of mental stimulation with enrichment stuff as well as walking the dog. It's really important. I think that that's become much more of a a more important issue and a more well-known issue and people are really starting to to fulfill that need in their dogs aren't they with things like licky mats canine connectables things like that so it is really important and sometimes often underestimated about how tiring it can be for them yeah it's just finding that balance for them and then it's just all-round well-being really um, so there's two, three. Okay, so the third one, um, definitely Kong. Obviously, Kong have a massive selection of all sorts of stuff, but our key one is like your dogs. The cl- class, the the key one like you have for your dogs is the Kong Core, which is the multi-textured toy. And then obviously a bit similar to the Licky Mat, there is the classic Kongs where you can stuff them with the I don't know. You can put their biscuits if you feed them biscuits in. You can put their raw food in. They can knock it about with treats in. Or, again, you can freeze it with yoghurt in or peanut butter. But, again, obviously, just be careful with what you put. And it's trial and error. And make sure it's dog-friendly, ideally from a pet shop. Um, number four, we, me and Ben do focus a lot on harnesses. So, just a nice, adjustable fat harness, especially when it's a younger dog or older dog. Um, younger dogs, try and get one with, you know, growth in. Adjustable harnesses, so, like, for Daxies, really important because there's with their long backs and their, you know, small bodies, it's finding something that really fits them safety-wise and also is comfortable for their body. Yeah. Yeah. So we are big about harnesses in the shop. And then number five, our, again, like we've talked about quite a bit for training, you need a variation of your high meat treats and then your natural chews. So a lot of our chews now are... Um, raw and air dried they're not cooked they don't go through any process and again that helps sort of your dietary behavior skin health products yeah brilliant i think that is that top five as well as an owner of dachshunds they are pretty spot on as in terms of like 
how to keep your dog happy and just a nice variety of things for them to do. It took use. a while to choose. We've I got know. Like, <laughs> how on earth did you narrow it down to five? Oh um, so we've also had a few questions in from our followers. Um, we can't answer them all because we've had so many. Um, but just a few. So one question we had was collar or harness. What do you think? So I do think get a collar on a dog from day one. Um, otherwise, they just they'll never get used to them. So that is important. But I do think harness. I would always go for harness. And if if you're thinking, oh well, I haven't got a collar on. Where do I put the dog tag? I have a harness on my dog, and I put his dog tag on his harness because he always is in his harness. And obviously, dogs are legally have to be microchipped nowadays anyway. Yeah. But definitely harness for the comfort of them. And that's whether you go for a front clip harness or you just want a normal back clip harness. Mm -hmm. Definitely harnesses. But get them used to a collar from day one. Definitely. But always make sure the harnesses are fit correctly. Correctly fitted. I think that's the key with those, isn't it? Definitely. Don't just go and buy one because it looks nice. Or, you know, we're all guilty of... If I get someone in that's looking at something or, you know, and they don't mind me noticing that their collar's too loose or the harness is too loose. Even if they bought it from somewhere else, I'm like, excuse me, can I just alter your harness? No, but I think that's what people love about coming in your shop, that you are always happy to give advice, you're happy to... Help in any way. Yeah, and that's true, you know. I I never feel silly asking a question with you guys and it's... (laughs) however silly the question might be. Um, but it is, it, it does make a huge difference. Um, another question was um, raw feeding when dogs are pregnant. And I kind of can half answer this myself because mm. obviously we've just been through it. Um, but you actually offer the full range of nutriment, yes. don't you? So yeah. we went through the weaning, the puppy and the adult. We've had them all. We've yeah. kind of trial and tested them all. Um, but that's just to say that it is available for oh, yeah. a pregnant mum. You just kind of up a food. I won't go into weighing and stuff because it gets it. You do it based on the weight, don't don't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, and that's what we're always there for. If someone wants to know how, exactly how much to feed, I always we always to, look that yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so the full ranges are available. Oh yeah, aren't they? So it's just about asking yeah you've just got to ask with nutriment we get um deliveries every week to two weeks we constantly get deliveries um same with all our other stuff we get deliveries pretty much every day for all companies so or if there's something we don't stock you just have to ask me and i'll find you something it's not a problem i'll find you a substitute just ask (laughs) brilliant um in terms of beds a lot of people have asked do you sell crates and if you recommend them and if so what's the best thing to put in a crate i know that's kind of free questions but that's what a lot of people have kind of of course um so in terms of crates yeah we do like them but it has to suit you in your home i do think crates are important because if you leave the house how do you know where your dog is what what your dog's doing what is chewing is it chewing wires or is it chewing the table yeah. anything and it is just it's more the safety of your dog a lot of people People are coming around to it as a more positive way that it's their, their own little house, but some people are a bit anti-crates thinking they're just a cage, but they're not. They, if you create positive training around that crate, 
they love them. They're their little sanctuary where they can just take themselves off to. Yeah, mine absolutely love theirs. And yeah. I think, you know, it's got to be nice, like you said, create mm. a positive environment from yeah. it. Um, so so what would you recommend putting Bed-wise. in? Bed-wise? Yeah. So for young ones... Because you've also got loads of beds. <laughs> it's a bit ridiculous again. <laughs> I think we need a bigger shop. Um, so I often say to people, obviously it's totally up to the customer of what they want, but I often say, get a nice mat for the crate maybe don't put too much in because again it's from that safety aspect you don't know what your dog's doing during the night if they get bored and they're chewing at something so a little cage mat um and then you can have a nice bed in the living room with sides or something that then helps them settle on night time yeah so if you're trying to watch tv and then you can train them to settle on their bed with a chew before going to the crate on the night time great advice um Crate mats are really useful, I think, as well. And easy to wash. Yeah, that's that was just about to be my point, because mine kind of go in their crate when they're particularly muddy and say I'm washing the floor or something. Um, so I just quickly pop the crate Shook mats in. in. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Um, and also, with Daxons being quite big chewers, I never go for the kind of comfy beds in their crate. Yeah. Um it's almost like a soft toy for them, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Ivy's like, oh, brilliant. <laughs> Fluff to pull out of the bed. Um, so crate mats are a great alternative to a kind of big... Yeah, or even vet bed. Yeah, vet bed's another great one, but you, you stock all of that, don't yeah. you? So um, it's just like you said, up to the owners, I guess. Yeah, and we try and sort of take what every customer comes into us wanting and try and figure something out for them. It's not about what we're like buy this buy that it's about the customer if that customer ends up going okay i'll think about it, it's fine you know we've we've shown you what we've got we can talk through exactly what your needs are that's more important than anything is what you're wanting and what you're needing for your house and your situation yeah, so one size doesn't fit all exactly i guess yeah. yeah cool um like i said we've had loads of questions um but we will leave it there for now and you never know we might get Michaela on again and <laughs> we might even drag Ben on next time because I think he felt a bit left out this week didn't he <laughs> um, but thank you so much I think again I said it to Kim at Pooch Galore but every time I speak to you I learn something new every time so it's you know, if you've got any questions regarding anything we've talked about today, just drop Michaela a message and she'll be more than happy to help. Alternatively, you can message me, but I'm not quite as knowledgeable as Michaela. Oh, well, thank you for your time and having me. 